This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I'm chatting with Louisa Havers about all sorts of things, magic, abundance, manifesting, and probably a little bit of the Akashic Records too, and whatever else other magic comes up. Louisa is an internationally renowned master transformational coach. She is the creator of the Helix Method, Master Akashic Records teacher of the Soul Journeys Method, and business mentor. She enables high achievers and coaches to unlock their superpowers, turbocharge soul-aligned magnetism, and lift the ceiling in both their lives and businesses. It's a journey Louisa knows works as she personally has undertaken it. Years spent leading change in the highly pressurized and stressful social services sector led to shingles and chronic fatigue, compelling her to break free from the corporate matrix of overwork. It was the first step to creating her own life of freedom and dream business income. Louisa enables clients across the globe to activate quantum leaps to success in their own journey to fulfillment, self-love, and a six to seven figure income. Daring to live your life's purpose is truly possible under Louisa's loving, powerful, and insightful guidance. Wow, sister, that's just, honestly, that's a glowing description of who you are, but it doesn't even like come close to who you are in real life. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about our conversation. Thank you so much, Jamie. So as everyone knows, I start with a card pull every session. So this time I'm using the Denise Lynn Native Spirit deck again, and I have Walking in Beauty. Oh, I love that. I know. Isn't it amazing with the the arch and the sunset? And I mean, it it is an accurate depiction of beauty, an aspect of beauty. What does it mean for you, Louisa? Do you know what? One of the ways that I can feel really connected with spirit is going out in nature. So that's when I saw it, I was like, yes, because... (laughs) It's just so expansive. And um, of course, that's, you know, where really can feel that the the beauty of nature, the beauty of life, the beauty of who we are as as human beings, you know, when we step away from all the stuff (laughs) that goes on around all the noise, basically, everything else is is noise. Um, And so, so that just bring such a smile to my face because one of my favorite things to do where I live in the UK just behind my house I will often go out for walks just to reconnect you know open my awesome. going for a walk hanging out with the sheep <laughs> you know? I love it um so I'm curious what your experience is when I was 
still not really fully integrated into who I am as a spiritual being, I didn't have the same appreciation for beauty. And as I've woken, I've realized like it's everywhere. Yes, that's so that really resonates for me as well. I think I would have said that I took it for granted almost before Mm. rather than really appreciating the absolute magic. Yeah. Um, Not only, you know, and all the plants, the trees, there's just so many different types of trees, plants, birds, all, all the things. It's just right. Mind-blowing, absolutely <laughs> mind-blowing. <laughs> but isn't that a gift that we can just get so much joy from on our doorsteps if we are lucky enough to live in the countryside, you know? Yeah. Around the world. Absolutely. And I also am lucky enough to live in the country that I relish in being with, close yeah. with, with nature. So I want to ask you a super important question. Who is your favorite witch, bitch, or dead person? Now, this is such a good question. <laughs> so I was, I've been thinking about this. I was like, who, who is it? I didn't want to upset my relatives. <laughs> well, be a loud one. Right. And, and, and favorite is really just completely relative to the moment. So she loves all of you out there. I promise. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really lining up. So what came to me was actually, um, the, the guy who created um, the Marvel comics, Stan, Stan Lee. Oh. The, the, the reason why is because, I'm a, as you know, I'm a mum of two. Well, they're two sons that grown up now. They're 24 and, and, and 21. And so I've had 24 years of their obsession <laughs> with Marvel and, you know, Star Wars, all those things. But the what I absolutely um, love about what, Stan Lee created is that the legacy that he has created since he's passed over how his contribution to the joy for families to telling stories to helping people see what's possible and to believe in something to have their imagination woken up is yes. it's just phenomenal you know generations of people have been impacted by his contribution and, and I love that you touched on imagination because he really demonstrated what unlocking your imagination can provide to you and the world, the universe. Oh, just big time. It's like my, how my son just keeps track of all the different storylines and how they interlink between the different movies, et cetera. I'm like, how, how did he do this? This is like channeled storytelling because it's so complicated what he's created and and it really probably is channeled like Mm. having the knowledge that that information is accessible on a different parallel maybe parallel universe but a a different dimension is really empowering for all of us because if that guy could do it maybe someone else can too absolutely yeah absolutely so I think he, I, I've, we've been recently watching, you know, a series of Marvel movies, which is why he's probably, you know, <laughs> came into it to my mind. But I thought I do, I really do um, value his contribution and, and I'm in awe of what he has created and, and that legacy impact. And to me, legacy is really important. That yeah. bit about how we're making a contribution beyond the finite of our, this current lifetime. And so... 
I thought, yeah, okay. I think, sorry, Dad. Sorry, Granny. <laughs> the man of the moment is Stan Lee. You know? It's been said. You love them. They know they're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also want to talk about your personal spiritual journey. I know in your bio, we talked about how you were in a, a corporate career and it was perhaps not all you had really dreamed you would find yourself endeavoring. <laughs> oh my word. So how, how has your spiritual journey shifted your life? So phenomenally. And if I think, if I can speak to the, as part of it, when I was working in corporate, that I would say that my spiritual life was, was dead when I was working mm. in corporate. I felt completely cut off. I was living in my head I mean, that said, I, I would have said my intuition was like gut feelings at that moment in time. So I would have spoken to it in, in, in that way, knowing that the gut was never wrong. You know, I always was bang on. My intuition was always bang on. But feeling in terms of a, a connection with spirit, just feeling really dead. And that there was just because it was all around work, firefighting, um, feeling like that. I remember sitting on the sofa one day thinking, oh, my God, is this it? This is just absolutely rubbish, you know, working all the hours, not quite having you know enough money at the end of the month because of pay freezes and all the stuff and um, just yeah, burnout, basically. Yeah. And then <laughs> they're obviously knocking and come on, hurry up. Like, you know. <laughs> um, they're like, it's your turn. You go poker this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's not listening. <laughs> But I had this real desire for more out of life. And after my father passed away, and it's important to, to acknowledge his first kind of um, point of ill health was shingles. Mm. And yeah, so uh, he got shingles and then had a series of ill health and then passed away. And um, so what did the universe give me? Shingles. And I was like, I'm listening. <laughs> well, and there's real beauty in the fact that you recognized like, oh, this isn't the path I want to be on and I have the power to change it. Yeah, big time. And so then it was like just putting my big girl pants on, my getting really brave to, you know, make that decision to leave what, you know, I was really familiar with. That was part of my identity. We've been working in the corporate, you know, world for 13 years and then thought, right, I'm going to go and set up my business, become a coach and a whole world unlocked and my you know, that connection for me with, with spirit, um, unlocked more fully, um, awesome. through the training that I was doing in terms of, you know, being attracted to, I started with pranic healing. And I remember mm. my first experience of pranic healing thinking, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it's that thing, Jamie, isn't it? When you know, you're going, I, like, I know I have to go down that path, even though consciously from a corporate world, it made no sense to me whatsoever. Right. But I knew that I was like, I just feel really drawn to this. My soul is like going, right, we're going to go here. Um, and so that was the the start of my, you know, really, I guess it's reconnecting with my, my spirituality, having sort of parked it from the corporate world um, <laughs> and rejected it as a child, actually, as a teenager. Yeah. I grew up in a very Christian household and the religious programming really wasn't my cup of tea understood it wasn't working for me <laughs> so in a good you know teenage rebellion 
threw the whole lot out, threw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, and here you are, you've come full circle to, no. to embracing your, who you are as a spiritual being. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's, and it's been, of course, and I know you'll know this as well, is it? But when we really can bring ourselves into alignment with that and really honoring the gifts that we have and the co-creation through being, you know, multi-dimensional being is just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. It is. And it really, you know, when I think about how, like if I'd heard myself talk like this 10 years ago, I'd be like, that's not me because I couldn't see it because I was on a different frequency it was just like literally I talk about this all the time with my clients like you're changing the channel if you're on channel four these are channels in the UK in terms of the TV but if you're on channel four you're not going to watch a program that's on BBC one it's just not going to come through because you're not attuned to it right when you change the channel suddenly you're like oh oh, there's all these programs I've been missing (laughs) right like oh there's a whole different format here yeah Um, (laughs) well And for my personal journey, it's been really important for me to do this work for my children. And I have one kid, and you and I have talked about our boys and and how similar they they seem to be. But one son has, he's got it figured out, at least in his mind. He's 16. So, you know, he, he might at one time think, maybe I'll know how to tie my shoes again, but not right now. (laughs) But he's really connected. Mm -hmm. And the other one isn't really as connected, but I feel like it's even more important for me to be on this path for for him. Yeah. So, I mean, your boys are, are, are around the same age as mine, a little bit older, but Yes, I I couldn't agree with you more because that's one of the things that they've obviously known me going from the corporate world, completely disconnected, starting to learn, you know, pranic healing was one of the first modalities that I learned where they used to joke and say I thought I was a Jedi because I was waving hands (laughs) to to going, mum, can you do pranic healing on me? Because they'd start to, you know, they felt it and it, you know, it was working. And to now, you know, it is, it's incredible now, you know, being able to have conversations with, um, you know, both of them around spirit and around energy, um, you know, they'll often use the language around energy alignment. They love doing muscle testing. I love that they do it, you know. Yes. Um, and uh, that they've got that, you know, it's, a, it's they're connected with their own superpower now and, you know, on that on that journey and being open to it because I think that, you know, young men, I, I don't know, this is just a perception that I have that there are potentially more younger women out there that are open to this and our young men may be missing out on this unless, of course, they've got family members that are, you know, opening the doors for them or they right. have a girlfriend that introduces them, them them to it. I know certainly when I've gone to various events and things, there's loads of women there and very few men, except yes. so. I remember going to the, the the Albert Hall. I'm trying to remember the, the guys, the Power of Now guy. I went to see him speak. His name's oh, completely fallen out of my head. I know who you mean. <laughs> I, I can even see the book. I, I can't can think of his him. name either. I mean, he's amazing. He was the most, I've never, you know, he spoke incredibly well, but the audience was predominantly men. I was like, oh, there, here they all are. <laughs> Ah, interesting. You know, virtual, you know um, an evening and I was like, oh, okay. So they're, 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 different um speakers i guess are going to attract you know the, the 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 male population but i do think it's really important 
like you say, that we're providing that role model of what is possible and being able to help our children to connect in with themselves and to f- have that confidence to follow their their inner guidance and to not think Absolutely. that they're going mad when they are, you know, feeling things or hearing things. Right. I mean, that's kind of my mission is to normalize the experience of communicating with spirit. Mm. It's so powerful and useful. Like, maybe we shouldn't take this exit. Why? Because I just know, like, don't don't ask questions. Don't take the exit. Oh, it turned out there was a big accident on that exit. Who knew? Yeah. Well, <laughs> spirit did. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so true. So powerful. There's just... And how many times when I haven't followed <laughs> that right. in the early days and you're like, oh, I knew that. Like, I knew yeah. it. <laughs> Why didn't I listen? So then exactly. you're, you're those and you're like, always listen. Yes. Never question. <laughs> <laughs> when you've got that feeling, you're hearing the, the you know, the, the guidance is just to follow it it with faith knowing that and sometimes you might not know why you weren't like taking that exit on the road you might not see the 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 reason why but you just know it's good we weren't meant to go down there exactly you know so I would love to talk about your process or your experience with the Akashic Records um it seems that you and I teach Akashic Records on the same weekends a lot so it's really interesting energy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that well because we're in the same group aren't we because we teach yeah. the same method and it'll be like I'm hosting one this weekend oh again so am I <laughs> we haven't coordinated them <laughs> at all um, which always makes me smile it's lovely to know that you're doing it as well on the other side of the uh, other side of the planet yes across the pond yeah across the pond I, I love teaching the Akashic Records. It's such an honor to, to teach it. And uh, particularly with the, you know, with the Soul Journeys method, it really helps people to build their confidence and, yeah. and trust and to really go deep, um, which having had people come who perhaps have already been, you know, working in the records or tried other, you know, teachings etc of course because we learned so much from whether we've done you know learned how to access Akashic Records over here and then we go and learn it from somewhere else we're learning and adding to what we can the the, uh the skills that we can then use you know within from all the all the teachers that we've you know we've worked with I think that's important to to honor that um and I just love the 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 honor of being able to be there as as people are having those moments and sometimes it's that first particularly in that first level where we're teaching people how to open up their akashic records for themselves and they're like what just happened yeah it's such a joy isn't it for their you can just see them reconnect with their soul and um to have it's like a it's like a homecoming isn't it for for many people with that feeling of that frequency it really is. And it's beautiful to experience and witness. Mm-hmm. One of the girls who took my very first class that I taught, however long ago, is now a teacher with us. Aww. So that was like, I was like, oh, I got to like <laughs> witness this. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> my baby's flown the nest. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> that is so beautiful. It is. And it's really, it's rewarding on, on a soul level and a human level to have that kind of interaction and impact and community with other Ooh. really talented people. Yeah, it's really, really powerful. I love it when yeah everyone's chiming in on the conversation of you know what what what's going on in the grander scale of the world and right, right. <laughs> all, all all those uh, beautiful things. But yeah, it's uh, I think the what I love as well is when people have kind of come through the three levels is uh, everybody needs to do this. <laughs> but people really pick up the I was going to say the the the, the baton to you know spread the spread the word of helping people to get rid of any you know I think where people can hold themselves back is or they'll close themselves down to um thinking about this is that that hierarchical programming around spirituality of only certain gurus can access the Akashic records or whatever it may be um and people often don't know that that belief is there until they step into level one for example and then suddenly the fears bubble up and it's like well maybe everyone else is going to access them because they're better than me or some of the religious programming will will, will will come in of actually I shouldn't be doing this blah 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 so it's yeah. to start to flush out <laughs> right it's fun to release those <laughs> yes <laughs> they can go <laughs> that the idea of spiritual programming shows up all around my mm-hmm. business and I'm sure you encounter it a lot in your business with different clients having the programming that your gifts should be given freely like is it doesn't that one just make you want to be like what are no (laughs) (laughs) yes that's just such a hangover isn't it from like being a nun or a priest somewhere um and because that's the thing people will hold these beliefs I don't know where they've necessarily got them from it's like it's not even your belief you're just carrying that one (laughs) yeah and it's often not conscious Mm. Mm. I heard my mother say it one time and I was like what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) and my husband was like that list is long where shall we start (laughs) (laughs) but like she's not in the spiritual world really at all. Her Mm. only intersection with it is me and she's still very skeptical. So I thought it was really interesting that that would even come out of her mouth. Like where that belief. Yeah. That she's picked up from somewhere. And that's the thing, isn't it? And of course then the people, if you're not, haven't got that awareness and somebody said that to you and you're perhaps new in your journey and you're new to start sharing your gifts, you're trying to build a business and, and you're picking up, oh no, everything's going to be, needs to be free. That's just going to, you know, you need to pay your bills. It needs to be an energy exchange. People will value it if they pay you. They need to be able to, it's being able to honor that. Who said that money was wrong? right energy from spirit yes and that's all it is is an energy just like everything else yes (laughs) but how amazing that uh, because I talk about money a lot with my clients and it's just incredible how much we project onto money it's a great tool to use to help flush out the Okay, what's what's lurking in your subconscious? What yes. what programs are running that perhaps you don't know are there? 
Right. And I mean, every money course I've ever had an intersection with starts with, what did your family say about money when you were young? And even though you can articulate what your family said about money, that does not sum up what your money beliefs are. Like they are far deeper. Oh my gosh. Of course. Well, because you've got different lifetimes and right. <laughs> all of, you know, what may be going on with your, your husband or your wife and their family and inheriting all of, all of, all of that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, it's a great starting point thinking about your family as well. And, and what always, um, you know, I, I I know that I will continue to find beliefs that I didn't know that were, were there even now, even though this is my, you know, my, my bag. Um, and it's just when you catch yourself saying something or you're hearing it, you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, one's been lurking. Whoa. Right. And just because you've cleared a ton of beliefs, like there are more layers. <laughs> so many more, so and- many more layers. It's funny, like even in my own life, I'll get hung up on something completely inconsequential and like totally minute, but I'll go do something huge and not bat an eye about it. And my husband's like, this does not make sense to me. I'm like, me either. I better go work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I think it's it's part of that. that's piece of as we're letting go of our beliefs that aren't serving us and perhaps if we're wanting to you know growing our businesses we're we're creating a new identity and we need our beliefs to be supported of the identity that we're wanting to you know embody and hold hold and so I often think it's when those small beliefs are kind of haven't integrated well, they, they need to go away because they're not integrated with the new identity, but they right. they bubble up because we've gone, okay, actually, I'm now going to go and do this. I'm now going to launch a new program or I'm going to launch an incredible podcast or <laughs> whatever it may be. So now suddenly you're the, you know, the, the, the business owner who does X, Y, and Z, and then little old belief will come along and try and <laughs> right, test like, you out. One of my things used to be post-it notes. Like, my staff members would use post-it notes and I would be like, do you know how expensive post-it notes are? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll go buy a luxury car and pay cash for it. Like total inconsistency. <laughs> and they're like, James, it's a post-it note. Like, yeah. so- Where, where's the post-it note trauma come from? <laughs> I have released that one. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> the guides would have been having fun with that post-it notes. <laughs> right. They're like, let's slip one under the door just to screw with her. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. And it's true. I think that's, you know, there's, I'm sure everyone can think of examples where you're like, hang on, why am I doing that? That is really inconsistent. Right. <laughs> what what is What is going on? like a old old behaviors hanging on <laughs> why am i doing this i don't even want to do this exactly like... with post-it notes now jamie <laughs> <laughs> so now you're gonna have a post-it note like on your screen every time we're in a, in a, in a call or something and be like hmm, how long will it take her to mention the post-it note <laughs> yes <laughs> <clears throat> well I, 
I could chat with you all day. Like I just oh, love like being that. in your energy. I would love for you to tell our audience how they can find you and get to know more of you. Oh, thank you. So you can find me on um, Facebook and Instagram. That's where I tend to hang out um, under the name Louisa Havers. That's nice and easy. I've got my website, www.louisahavers.com. Or you can email me at louisa at louisahavers.com. would love to, to get to know you all further. And we will be sure to include all of those links so people know where where they can find you and learn some more of your magic and get to know some of the other magical teachings that you offer. Thank you. So if someone really is super excited to get to know you, I understand you brought a little gift for people today. I did. I did. I would love to gift everyone an abundance activation in the Akashic Records. This is a guided Akashic Record opening that has helped my clients blast through their money blocks. So we'd love for everybody to experience that. So I get the benefit of seeing the gift when it first comes in. I was like, oh, that's magic. I want to go on. So I wouldn't <laughs> listen to it right away. And it does not disappoint. It is absolute magic. So go check it out. Oh, fantastic. I'm excited for everyone to experience that. Yeah, and it gives everybody a little bit of Akashic Records energy, too, in case they haven't had that experience yet. So you can begin to feel some of that vibration because it is really, it's sometimes very subtle, but it is a a different vibration than just being in meditation. It really is. Yeah. And I think, you know, I get so many emails from people after they've listened to it or, you know, DMs in, in, in Messenger saying that they've noticed it. And I think a lot of people think, oh, it's just going to be a meditation. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. It's extra. It's extra. <laughs> I love that. Extra. And I, I love extra. Yeah, me too. We all need more extra. Well, thank you so much for sharing space and time with us. I've really enjoyed sharing you with the audience and getting your message out there. Thank you so much, Jamie. It's been an honor chatting with you. Thank you, everyone. Peace and badass magic. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.